Welcome to the Peak Performance Greatness Show. I'm Christopher Dedian, founder and CEO of Dedian Enterprises, Inc. We are committed to optimize people's performance with tools such as peak performance speaking, coaching, and consulting programs for a worldwide international community. We believe that the only difference between where you are and where you want to be is acquiring the knowledge you need and consistently utilizing that knowledge to become a peak performing individual in every area of your life. Stick around until the end of the show where we will reveal how you can become the next guest on the fastest growing inspirational educational podcast on the planet in 20 to 30 minutes. Let's go. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Peak Performance Greatness Show. I am your host, Christopher Gedean, and today I am extremely happy and blessed to have Eric Martel, which is the founder of Martel Turnkeys. He's a real estate investor and entrepreneur, and he has so many more things that we're going to talk about that he has created in his life and in his business. But before doing so, Eric, how are you doing, my brother? Very good. How are you, Christopher? I am amazing. Thank you for asking. Eric, I just gave a little small introduction to who you are, what you do. Do you mind just elaborating a bit more on that? Uh, sure. I mean, I'm just uh, my background really is uh, is pretty average, I would say. I mean, my parents were like uh, middle class people, like lower. I would say lower middle class. I mean, we didn't they didn't really have that much money. They were working nine to five and having to save for everything they wanted to do. Uh, not nothing extravagant. They traveled the world. Well, they traveled two, twice in their whole life uh, in in Europe. So, so I knew pretty early on that this is not the life I wanted for myself. Um, and not it's not because I'm, I'm I'm disappointed by my parents and stuff like that. I mean, they were in a different generation, and it's hard to break away from from the nine to five. So, um, so. And then when I went and ended up at university uh, in Montreal, I discovered I was introduced to a real estate investor, uh, and uh, he was independently, you know, he was he was financially free and all of that. He was still working, but the thing is that he was just a regular guy. He was just a, a community college teacher. He was he was a, a teacher at at CGEP, at the CGEP, mm -hmm. um, since you're from Montreal, you know. Uh, but uh, so he was just a regular like regular salary, nothing special. He was he he had no special ability or anything like that. But he he built a 36 unit apartment building financially. Free. He was doing. He he had bought a bunch of single family uh, rentals. He he. And the last time I talked to him, uh, he was building a uh, a shopping center. You know, this is like it was such a. a, a duality between the two like you know just a regular college teacher <laughs> and then he was like this amazing real estate investor so when i i met him i said well you have to teach me how to do this because i know that i want to move out of my mediocrity <laughs> and then kind of do something something bigger so that's kind of began my journey and at um at 18 years old, I basically bought my first apartment building, which was an eight-unit eight apartment building in uh, in Trois-Rivières. So you know Trois-Rivières, uh, Three Rivers uh, near Montreal. So that's that was the start of my... And this is the first time really that I thought, hey, it's possible to make money without working nine to five. So this is the first really kind of like the, the first indication or test that I had that I can I can do this. 
Eric, you mentioned so many things here. I just want to unpack a couple of them. First and foremost, uh, to the listeners, like Eric said, we're both from Montreal. Obviously, Eric now lives in California, and uh, we're talking about the same language right there. And one thing you highlighted, actually a couple of things, but the first one is that from a young age, you were able to see that you came from a middle-class background and you wanted more for you. You saw that, hey, there's potentially more than just a nine to five. Obviously, nothing to take away from the middle class. Like you said, especially in our parents' generation, they were thought and they received certain informations. We're blessed to have different types of information, different types of uh, understanding. Now, I want to know, when was the first time that that really clicked? Because you said that the first time you bought a property was at 18 years old and it was in the Three River. And that's a pretty big investment at 18 years mm-hmm. old. Just, just that in itself is amazing. But yep. when was it? Was there a tipping point, a moment when you were young, like, hey, there must be more? Was it a book? Was it a thing? How did that happen for you? So I think it was really looking at at people. I, there was a disconnect uh, for me between kind of like what I was receiving in terms of my parents, the information they were giving me, and what I was seeing in the world. Uh, I was I, when I was at the, in high school. I was uh, I was very blessed with uh, the op- all the opportunities. Anything I wanted to do, you know, a lot of people they have a they had a lot of uh, hardship in their life and nothing went their way. For me, it was the opposite. <laughs> Anything I wanted to do, people were supporting me. I, I mean, I grew up like in a, in an environment like that. I said, okay, well, I, I want to do a play, and I was talking to a teacher and said, okay. Okay, let's do a play. Okay, <laughs> that was that easy. I want to do this. I want to do that. And then in uh, in high school, I actually did an investment club, and then we talked to uh, we, we did a couple of investment in the stock market, and then so that's when I realized that you know this guy is like he's make he has like a lot of money. He's doing very very well, and uh, you know he's not working as hard as my father, and um, you know like there's there's a disconnect here. Uh, there's uh <clears throat> and then I'm talking to other people. I see other people in my neighborhood, like the business people that they have a big house, big car, and all of that. And you know, the the um, one of them had a store at one point, and then the store kind of, he closed down the store because there was not enough business. And then my parents were like, Oh, well, see, like this guy's like he's a crook. How can that be? Like he he his store went bankrupt, and then he's just like he still has his house and his car and all of that. It's like He's a crook then. Like, so there was some, so I knew there was some information. There were some big gaps, I think, in their understanding of the world. And then the understanding of the rule of entrepreneurships, all the, the, the laws, the rules, and all, all of that that's been built and set in place to help entrepreneurs actually invest and grow, uh, grow the country and grow the economy. So that's kind of, that was my first inclination. And then, <clears throat> So I, I started working, like really tried to read more on that. And then when when I met that real estate investor, like that was, I, f- I forget what the word is, but this was kind of like the uh, the highlight. Like I saw, okay, this is, this is the, ex- the perfect example of someone who just like normal background and here he is doing extraordinary things. And I knew I had to, uh, to get any, all the information I could from this guy. Eric, I love this because what you're essentially explaining, and I'm sure you've read this book, 
is the story of Rich Dad, Poor Dad by Robert Kiyosaki. Yeah, that's you right. lived it in your own way. You had your parent to had an understanding, but you were realizing maybe there's a bit more. And then when you met this uh, professor from college that you're saying, hey, he's not more different than me, but how come he's done this, that, and the other? You realize what passive income is. And is that why you started your whole brand towards break out of the rat race? Can you kind of talk to me about that? Uh, how do you go and support your community with that end? And how can people really break out of the rat race? Is real estate the only way? Is there other ways? Is real estate the best way? Let's dive into that. So there are, so for me, like I think the, the number one uh, goal for everyone should be to achieve financial freedom. You know, this mm -hmm. is something that's inevitable. You're going to need to have passive income and financial freedom. That's the definition of kind of like retirement. You want money that's coming in passively. So you have to start building that. What we used to rely on initially, I used to be an actuary as well. So I used to work in pension and, uh, and then day after day, what I was doing, I was destroying defined benefit pension plan, corporate pension plan, and converting them into basically 401ks savings account. Um, and that is really destroying, is really shifting the risk of the, of the retirement on the workers. So they have to really invest their money from their 401ks or their RRSPs and into very good and efficiently and with good returns so that they can achieve financial freedom. But nobody is, is helping them figure that out. They just save blindly at low, uh, low returns and then they get all kinds of fees behind it. And then at the end, when it comes to retirement, they're thinking, okay, well, now, now I'm ready to retire. Uh, what do I do with that money? So I'm kind of flipping this thing around and I'm saying, well, figure out what you're going to do at the end. How is this uh, savings? How is this these funds that you're saving right now? How will they be converted into, um, into passive income? So there are different ways. I mean, you can do annuities, which is probably the worst, worst one. You can do, um, you know, there's, diff there's different ways of doing it. There's also the 4% rule, for example, where you basically take 4% of your assets uh, invested uh, every year, and then you uh, you adjust for inflation over time. Um, so that there's a couple of things like that. But what I found from all these things that the... The method that works the best, and it works the best for multiple reasons, is, is real estate, investing in real estate rentals. If I was to kind of start with a white uh, canvas, a blank canvas, and try to draw the perfect investment, you know, I would want something that I can use leverage. I would want something that appreciate. I would want something that provides cash flow. And I would want something that has amazing tax advantages, tax benefits. There's nothing like real estate. And real estate actually checks all these boxes. So the, the earlier you can start doing this, then you, the more you can take advantage of the tax benefit, the more you're going to have it in terms of appreciation and, and leverage. So that's why I started working on that. And I said, you, people need to focus on achieving financial freedom upfront. And then start, and the best way to do that is to start investing in single family rentals right away or multifamily if you have more money, but get these tax benefits, these tax advantages working for you as early as you can in your, um, in your life. I love that. I love that. And 
Eric, I'm actually from real estate background as well. I was a broker for several years before getting uh, into my field as a professional speaker and a peak performance coach. And I could not agree more on the aspect of real estate being such a great avenue. Now, one of many, like you mentioned, there's many other mm-hmm. ones, but yeah. the aspect of real estate, just, just the tax benefits and stuff like you mentioned is huge. You can't get that so many in, in other ways. So either you're making money cash flow positive, or even if you're losing it, if you're making a significant amount of money, you're able to diminish your salary. So there's so many more benefits that are linked up with that in itself. Uh, And is that what you talk about within your book in itself, the stop trading your time for money? How Mm. do you go about doing that? Because we're talking about real estate. And honestly, I know a lot of real estate investors that are doctors, that are lawyers, that are high-end X, Y, and Z. They're making their money somewhere else, but they're investing in real estate. So you need to make a high salary to start investing in real estate. Is that something you talk about within the book? What, what do you mention with that when you want to stop trading your time for money? Yeah, so I, my book is, I basically has like three different kind of like, I would say, section. I basically start with the mindset because I was mm-hmm. kind of looking back at, at uh, like, why was I able to break away? Why was I able to achieve financial freedom? And then when I see my other friends and stuff like that, that are still stuck in the nine to five and all of that. And, you know, I'm trying to say, hey, let's go travel over here. Let's go over here. And say, oh, well, I have to work and <laughs> whatever. So so that's that's the thing, right? So, um, so that's the first part is the mindset. So kind of like really kind of figure out the mindset and then say, okay, well, why, why was I able to break away? And that's because I was able to, to question uh, some of the information that I was receiving from my parents, from previous teachers and all of that and say, well, that doesn't make sense. And then because I'm seeing some other things, there's a gap here in information. Look, I look at the gaps and stuff. So I, I talk about these these mindset changes, these uh, limiting belief that people have, and also kind of limited information that people have. Then there's a bunch of skills that you need, um, you know, kind of like basic numbers, kind of random numbers, uh, doing the performance, uh, you know, being able to compare investment one with investment two and which one you pick. And then there's a bunch, and then there's a strategy. Um, so which strategy do you pick? Uh, so I go through a number of strategies, mainly in real estate as well for achieving cash flow. And I basically created uh, an investment uh, quadrant mm-hmm. where you basically you have the risk and the return on one on one's end of time on the other. Uh, so the risk and the time on the uh, on the different axis. And then you basically at the beginning, you want to be in a low risk less time uh, quadrant. These are the investment that you should focus on when you're working full time. Uh, I also have another tool in the book that talks about really aligning uh, the strategy. So if I want to achieve financial freedom, what are the strategies that, uh, that I need to implement to do this? And then what resources do I need in order to do this? Um, what any kind of skills that I need, any kind of special access, how much money do I need, how much time do I need to um, to do this? And then we figure out kind of like what market we need to go after in order to make this uh, strategy um, uh, feasible and, and achieve that, uh, that strategy. So that's kind of what I talk about. So there's a lot about strategy because when I talk to other people, other in, n- new investors, they they kind of follow the shiny objects like you know it goes oh you know oh this one i can do more returns i have a higher returns here i can or this guy made more money he made five thousand dollars and this guy only made two thousand dollars right but uh so 
this is not what you should focus on. You should focus on your your strategy, what you want to achieve, and then and then kind of like everything has to be aligned and stack up properly in order to, for you to achieve your goal. I love that. I love that. And just the fact that you started with mindset in your book, I think is mm-hmm. so powerful. And there's so many quotes that talk about there's just the one of like, hey, if you think yeah. you can and you think you can't, you're both right. That's from Henry Ford, right? So the ideology of your belief is so much more powerful, my personal belief, than the strategy in itself, which is the second part. Now, if you believe it, then here is the strategy. But if you don't believe it and I give it a strategy, it really doesn't matter. The strategy is not going to work for you. You have to have that belief and go towards it. So Eric, I love that you're sharing that. And as this show is called the Peak Performance Greatness Show and everything we do here is on performance, how do you show up to be the most performing on your day-to-day moments, moods? How do you show up to be so successful in your own righteousness? Do you have any rituals, any habits that you repeatedly do? Is there certain things that are like, absolutely not to do this? And if I don't, I feel like this, feel like that. How is your rituals and habits that make you perform at high levels for you? Well, I think for me, it's having a a daily, um, like a daily routine. So like, and really start with, uh, I wouldn't say necessarily meditation, but really have carve out some time at the beginning of the day to really uh, focus on what you're planning to do, what's your plan for the day and what you're going to be working on. Uh, it's so easy to kind of like um, get buried in the sand and stuff stuck in the detail and then do all the, all these little things. Uh, but then you want to make sure that these little things add up to something, you know, so that you basically kind of like go and, and push forward. Um, I'm not a big, big golfer, but it's the same thing with golf, I would say, because uh, you have to have all the things, all the position, your feet have to be there. This has to be there and that, in order for you to have a good swing and then for the ball to go further. And it's a little bit like that for uh, on a daily basis is, uh, is to kind of like make sure that you know, with, this is my goal. This is what I'm trying, the strategy I'm trying to do. What can I do today that's going to move it forward, move my goal forward and my strategy forward? I love that. So essentially what you do is you set your intention for the day. You look at your goals that you want to accomplish for the day. And like you just mentioned, you break down your goals. So you take it from your top tier goal to your low tier goal and look at what can I control today to eventually accomplish my top tier goal, which would take maybe weeks, months, years, whatever the goal is, but you're breaking down to a daily step. So I love that. That is a great approach. And Eric, uh, I feel like we mentioned in the beginning of the call, you're originally from Montreal, Canada, and currently you're living in California. Why did that shift happen? I know that you were in the corporate world and then you became uh, you know, this entrepreneur and all that. Talk to us about that journey and why you decided to come to California. Was it because of opportunities? Was it because there's more chances as a real estate investor in the U.S. compared to the States? What's that aspect like? And what was your journey from the corporate world to the entrepreneur world? Oh, I wish it was deeper than that, but uh, it was the snow. It was the... <laughs> <laughs> That's a good reason. Montrealers understand. We're both laughing. Nobody knows Montreal. There's a lot of snow up here during the winter time. <laughs> yeah, so it was the snow, really. Uh, but uh, <laughs> no, but uh, yeah, I mean, it, the snow is definitely a component. I mean, I wanted to be able to have enjoy uh, nice weather year round. So that's something that I, I really wanted to do. Uh, I also wanted to have a great environment for uh, my children to live in some, somewhere that was safe, somewhere that was, uh, you know, a good environment for them. And um, 
and uh, yeah, so I, we came to California. Um, it just happened that at that time I was working for a company. Their headquarters was in uh, in California, in uh, near San Francisco. So I just asked a transfer with them, and um, so that that was fantastic because that that's a great way to <laughs> to uh, get into a new uh, a new country and a new city because then you know you already have a built-in network. Uh, of people so that uh, that and right now this network is still uh you know i still in touch with all these people that i work with and all the clients that i uh i helped over the years i i was in consulting so i, I talked to a lot of different people in different companies as well so this was, was great experience and now i moved to la just because i i am free to basically live anywhere um and uh, i just thought i would my two kids were here before so uh, so they said okay well why don't you come down so we moved here and then we uh we enjoyed the beach it's pretty close to the beach here so go to the beach every day so i love that i love that so essentially you're just setting up your comfortable living style with what you're doing and obviously from transitioning from being an employee to having your own business and very passive towards real estate and so on and so forth you're able to essentially, like you said, just take your bags, take your shirt and just go wherever wherever you want in the world, which is a blessing in itself. Now, one last question before I go to my real last question is what is your definition of greatness? Do you have your own philosophy? What would you do to speak to that? Definition of greatness, I think is someone that uh, inspires uh, other people by their action. I think this is something, um, I mean, you're not, you're not focusing necessarily to, uh, to impress other people. You just do your thing. And then you're hoping that some people are going to see what you're doing and they're going to be, uh, they're going to be inspired by it. They may not do exactly what you're doing, but they're going to be inspired to take action. I love that because what you just said there for me, it just idolizes or brings to motion that first college teacher that you looked at and that person was living in their greatness and invited you to live in your greatness. So as everybody lives in their own greatness, it will attract every people to live in their greatness. And as society will go forward with more greatness, Mm -hmm. essentially. So thank you for sharing that. And uh, Eric, I want to be respectful for your time here. So I just want to ask you one last question and we could talk about about all of this until tomorrow morning. But one last thing is, where can our audience uh, reach out to you? Is there anywhere that we could connect with you from socials to uh, websites, so on and so forth? Yeah, so on Instagram, you can find me on uh, E underscore Martel, M-A-R-T-E-L. On Facebook, I'm at uh, eric.martel.ca. Uh, and then I'm every, obviously my YouTube channel, Break Away from the Rat Race. I also have another YouTube channel that's just under my name that you can, uh, it's a little bit different as well. So you can look at that. And most of it, I have also have a personal website, martelleric.com. So where everything is there. So the books, the, uh, you know, and, and the, cha- the channels and all that. So. I love that. Thank you very much for being on the show. Thank you for sharing your knowledge, sharing your journey about real estate investing. And I hope you have a blessed and grateful day, Eric. Well, thank you, Christopher. It was a pleasure. Take care. Thank you. Bye. Christopher Devian here. Thank you so much for listening to the Peak Performance Greatness Show. If you're a successful entrepreneur or intrapreneur who would like to be on this program, please visit our website at peakperformancegreatness.com. If you got something out of this interview, would you share this episode on social media? 
Just do a quick screenshot of your phone, text it to a friend, or post it on the socials. If you know somebody that could be a great guest, please tag them on social media to let them know about this program. And don't forget to include the hashtag Peak Performance Fitness. I love seeing your posts and guest suggestions. We regularly put out new episodes and content. To make sure that you don't miss any episode, go ahead and click that subscribe button. Your thumbs up, rating, and review go a long way to help us promote this show, and it would mean a lot to me as well as my team. You want to know more? Go ahead and visit our website at peakperformancegreatness.com or follow me on LinkedIn, Facebook, Instagram, or my YouTube channel at Christopher Didier. Thank you for listening. We will see you next time. Have a blessed and grateful day.